When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, time to talk women's football with Alicia Carnabas. Evening, Alicia. Hey, Alicia. Good evening, team. How are we? Very good. good. Sorry to keep you waiting. We're running a bit no, over very... tonight. Lots of big talking points and plenty to talk about in the women's game as well, uh, including some great news to start off with. Ellie Carpenter. She's back after eight months out. How important is she uh, or is that return for the Matildas World Cup hopes? I think just about every women's football fan in Australia was rejoicing with this news. It was fantastic to see Ellie back. I think record time too, eight months pretty yeah. much off the park, end-to-end -end with the injury with the ACL. So that is um, amazing in itself, the recovery. But credit to her. She's put in all the effort and to see her back out on the pitch over the weekend was fantastic. And I think it just gives Matilda's fans a bit of a boost of confidence as well going into the World Cup. So... Hopefully, all goes well for her and she can just go from strength to strength. Absolutely. She's such a key player for Tony Gustafsson. Uh, talking of the Matildas, uh, the squad for the Cup of Nations was announced after our show last week. Uh, so I haven't had a chance to uh, get your thoughts on it. Claire Hunt gets her first senior call-up, but uh, no place for Kirsty Fenton, who I saw a few people are, are championing to provide backup for Steph Catley. What, what's your take on the squad? Yeah, look, uh, we always said that the squad announcement for the Cup of Nations was really going to tell us where Tony was um, in terms of his squad going into the World Cup. So um, I think as expected, no real surprises. Um, what we're seeing in this Cup of Nations squad is essentially his core group, and I'm sure that's who he intends on taking to the World Cup come July. Um, look, it, it's always a little bit disappointing, I think, um, for, for us on the fringes. I like to see... Um, the deserving bolter get a get a start or get a get a chance to come into the squad and and even have a go at selection. So um, uh, that for me is probably the disappointment. It kind of leaves players that we've been talking about. Um, Kirsty Fenton's one of them, mm. obviously that come to mind. Princess Abini. Uh, I think people were even talking about Michelle Heyman at one stage as well, quite consistently. So it it does leave those players out. The big one is Chloe Legazzo. I know that everyone's sort of speaking about she's, I believe, sporting an injury at the moment as well. So it's 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 an interesting one. Not surprising. Um, I think disappointing for some. But I think what we see is is what we'll see um, July, August as yep. well. Looks pretty set, doesn't it? Uh, let's move on to the A-League women's. And uh, a coaching casualty in Newcastle with Ash Wilson uh, stepping down to be replaced by Gary Van Egmond. Uh, she, of course, was balancing full-time employment as a teacher with those duties, which I guess is a, a problem many coaches, particularly female, uh, have to deal with. Yeah, it's it's definitely one that has been spoken about um, quite a fair bit. Catherine Canulli is probably the most vocal about it most recently, and she's been, been through it herself with Western Sydney Wanderers, where she's been a player. She's gone into uh, being a coach and then, of course, running a, a business or a couple of businesses on the side as a career. So it's a difficult juggle. And I think um, the thing that we'll always compete with 
in the women's game is this drain of quality um, because of the lack of ability to hold um, our good coaches or our good players um, simply due to funding and exposure. I think that's the key thing that that we'll always struggle with. And of course, it's very difficult to grow a platform um, for a game or for a league if you're drained of the quality. So it's a bit of a, a vicious cycle in my opinion, and makes it a bit difficult uh, to build. But it's a shame to lose Ash. I think she was an asset to, to coaching, uh, particularly to women's coaching in, in Australia. Mm. Well, Sydney FC on the weekend uh, in their big clash against Melbourne City won 3-0. Um, Sarah Hunter, who scored the first goal, she was likened to Tim Cahill by Ante Juric. Both clubs were missing their, uh, are missing their regular keepers at the moment. You, will that hurt them in the run-in? Um, yes, yes and no. I think uh, more than anything, what we're finding is the young goalkeepers have stepped up quite, quite phenomenally. I think, uh, for the most part. But with with everything being said, I think we've got quality um, teams here. So goalkeepers can easily slot into those teams and come in quite effectively and quite consistently as well. So I think for young keepers coming in, even though it's not their regular goalkeepers for both of those sides, I think it's an opportunity and and one that they can really relish. Yep. Talia Franco and Sally James uh, donning the gloves at uh, the weekend. Big win, though, for Sydney FC. And John has texted us saying, eight months for Ellie. Wow, thank God for investment in women's football facilities. Can't imagine a female player coming back from an ACL in less than 12 months, even four years ago. Godspeed, Ellie and Ale Lyon. Thank you, John. Uh, continuing our women's football chat with Alicia Carnavas. Uh, Alicia, Western United suffered a bit of a shock loss at home to Perth Glory. Did you see that one coming? Not at all, not at all, but I'm sure Perth will be absolutely ecstatic with that one. Uh, a bit of a surprise for Western. I don't think they saw it coming themselves, and I think it'll be something they'll be looking to bounce back very, very quickly from as well this week. So they've got two games this week, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Newcastle yeah. tomorrow in the catch-up game, and then Melbourne City on Saturday. So that's a defining few days for the league's new girls. It is, it is. The Saturday match, um, if I'm my memory is right, 1 o'clock mm-hmm. again. Uh, which has been the big debate, as we all know, for the last couple of weeks. So it's a real, um, I think, discussion for Western around recovery, right? Uh, the amount of games they're playing in seven days and then being able to prepare and back up again for the weekend. So Saturday is the catalyst, I think, for them, um, particularly for holding their top spot. And I think they'll be looking to to really solidify that over the next week. And Melbourne Victory, they got a big win and ended Western Sydney Wanderers' recent good run. Uh, Catherine Zimmerman back in contention as well. Are we going to see a late run from the back-to-back champions, do you think? Yeah, look, I wouldn't be surprised. Victory are another one that I think are playing in the heat on the weekend. They've got Brisbane. And I think, again, just continuing that momentum is a big thing for these teams, particularly the top four, who are quite tight uh, by way of points. And they've got a nice gap between Brisbane victory. So I think they'll be looking to get that three points away from home. But again, just playing in the heat, uh, Brisbane, I think they're expecting 32 degrees at 2 p.m. on Saturday. Yeah, so and it's it's extremely humid up here at the moment as well. So the conditions again um, could go against victory, but I'm I'm sure they'll be looking to build on on that win and and really take a, a last minute um, stretch towards one or two. It's always humid in Brisbane. Uh, talking of Brisbane, uh, Jesse Rashard's goal enough for the Raw to claim three points in Adelaide, which moves them up to fifth. Uh, but the top four looks pretty much set, doesn't it? Can you see any anybody outside that uh, bunch breaking through? 
No, no, I think the gap is is pretty extensive now uh, between the top four. Brisbane, I think, are a good uh, six or seven points behind uh, victory. So it's a big gap uh, mm. to, to make up as well. Um, but Brisbane, as a team, just to talk about them for a minute, I think they've just struggled to convert um, a lot of their, their opportunities in front of goal. And I think that's been a real... Um, sore point for their for their season, and where we're starting to see that gap now is is just their inability to to finish and and capitalize on opportunities. So, it'll be a, a good contest on on Saturday. I do expect victory to win on the road, but um, yeah, I think we're looking at our fall. Uh, moving forward over the next few weeks. Same story with uh, the men's team as well. They can't score. Um, let's finish off by talking in the, the FA Women's Super League uh, and uh, a few of the Aussies there. A bit of a shock. Chelsea beat Spurs 3-2 away in a thriller and Sam Kerr was not among the goal scorers. Uh, and I'm interested in your views on Mary Fowler and Hayley Razzo. They, they both come off the bench for Man City as they won at Leicester. Mary's played just 103 minutes this season. Hayley just 206, one start. Is that a concern for the Matildas ahead of the Women's World Cup? Yeah, and, and look, I think that topic came up um, vaguely during the week with Mel Andrietta um, and just talking about players who are playing overseas and, and that the message was very clear to players who wanted to be involved in and around the national team that playing overseas at top clubs was um, a big a big reason or a big, I guess, link in being selected for the national team. But I guess the concern is minutes. Um, if you are over in these top clubs but you're not seeing much playing time, I guess the question for a lot of people is, well, what's the point? If we're draining our own league and, and sending top players abroad, um, the expectation is that they're acquiring minutes. Um, players for me, I think like Mary Fowler and, and Hayley Russ are really, really um, key players in the starting 11 for the Matildas as well. So for them not to be getting week in, week out for me is a concern. Um, but the, the conversation from the camp is that they're quite cool, calm and collected about it. So... And we appear to have lost Alicia there right at the death. She was just about to finish <laughs> off. Uh, so we will leave it there. Thanks so much to Alicia Carnavas for hanging around for uh, the women's wrap in two parts this week. We're off to another break. And on the other side of that, we will wrap up the show as per usual with Football Asia.